A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. AM The Zone. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. A few more clouds on the way today, but still temperatures well above normal. How are you, everybody? Fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke. Feeling pretty doggone fabulous with all the beautiful weather we've been enjoying. I think everybody I've talked to has a little bit more bounce in their step. Feels a little bit better to be able to get out there and take a walk or do something outside and not be worried about freezing to death. Today, partly cloudy skies, 60 degrees are expected high, overnight lows down to 51. Tomorrow, good chance that we're going to see some rain showers, maybe measurable. 61 are expected high on Wednesday. Thursday, mostly sunny, should be dry, 51 the daytime highs. And Friday, a few more clouds around, we're still staying at 49 degrees. Stu Mux got our ag weather forecast coming up. Also, today is a World Ag Supply Demand Report uh, date 11 a.m. Central Time, that's when the government's going to give us their latest estimates. Good thing we've got John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson out of West Bend, joining us before we wrap up the show today. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As a proud sponsor of the WIAA, Rural Mutual roots for all of Wisconsin student-athletes. Whether they're a hometown hero or they dream of the national spotlight, sportsmanship keeps Wisconsin strong. Visit RuralMutual.com slash WIAA to learn more about how they support high school athletics. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Case IH equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's time for dairymen to get together, and they will very soon. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Last year, had to be called off. We're talking about the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin Business Conference, but Pam, you're going to be right in the middle of it this year, face-to-face. Yeah, face-to-face. That's the key, Bob. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yankee, here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Not the same location, though. Uh, last year, as the pandemic unfolded, PDPW uh, not allowed to meet at their normal location, which is the uh, Dane County Alliant Energy Center. They moved their entire business uh, meeting to an online platform, one of the first uh, agriculture groups that was forced to do that. Now, eyes wide open, they've decided that they're relocating to the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. March 17th and 18th is their conference dates, and it is going to be involving a face-to-face contingency. I talked about it with Shelly Meyer. She's the executive director of Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, and I asked her, quite frankly, how's it going? How are things coming together for one of the first face-to-face large-scale events for Wisconsin agriculture. That's exactly right. You know, last year at this time, we had a, a event where we had 48 speakers, two of which were international, and four days before our event, the state, the country basically shut down. So we spun it to virtual. 
not only is that costly, but I remember last year, Pam, when I talked to you, you asked me how I was doing. I said, I'm a little busy and I'm really a lot tired um, because it, there's a lot, you do a lot of different things with format than what you do when you're in person. So um, I'm grateful that 2020 is, we learned a lot and we did what we have to. We thought like dairy farmers and when, when you think like a dairy farmer, you think through, okay, what are we going to do to get over this little challenge and we did what we had to do because our members needed the information. Well, and like I said, I am so happy that we're going to be face-to-face again at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. The dates, folks, if you haven't already registered, March 17th and 18th. And again, you do not disappoint, Shelley, as far as the content that you're bringing for members and guests. Well, forward thinking and forward leaning is the way that our members are. And so we've got some really, really big topics that we have this year. I mean, in agriculture right now, it's data, data, data. Who owns that data? How do we work with it? How do we sort through it? But the biggest thing is, you know, um, as you're generating data through your robots, through your feeding systems, I mean, we have statistics. Our cows have Fitbits. We have so many statistics and data you could choke on it. Who owns that data? Where is it all at? And how do we best utilize it will be one. Another thing is we're in concert with the environment every moment of our life. So topics like harvesting phosphorus, accounting for carbon, um, looking at new opportunities and um, revenue resources because of that, land and conservation, water, and how we keep the water on the land and harvest the, the water so that it filtrates through the soil properly. Those will, That's just a little bit of the topics that we're going to deal with. And then people, people, people. You know, we're working more and more if it's working with neighbors and reaching out to folks with social media or if we've got teams that we're working with to recharge and help those folks have the most fulfilled experience in life as they work on our businesses and with us and as well as transitioning in that next generation. We have tons of stuff. This year we even added some things. Because it's going to be going to the Kalahari, our leadership team said, you know what, it'd be really great if we could all bring our families Oh, absolutely. Family, family, family. That's what we are with PDPW. But we put together a youth program that's for our teens that are ages 15 to 18. It's called Future of Success. And that will give them an opportunity to not only meet more people like them that are coming from, you know, different backgrounds, but their their, uh, roots and their parents are connected in the dairy industry, but it will give them an opportunity to learn some of those team building, communications, skills, and the kids right now are probably rolling their eyes and going, blah, 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 blah. The cool thing is the trainer that we have is just an absolute hoot. Um, We hired somebody who's a coach. He's been a coach for a long time. In fact, when I have worked um, with him, I usually walk away with a headache because he's the highest energy person that I've ever met. A lot of fun. If he's... uh, Young people think that they're going to come to the conference and sit on their tail and it's going to feel like another day of class. Well, they have another thing coming because they will be hopping and jumping and skipping and doing a lot of crazy stunts that probably their parents don't want to know about. <laughs> well, that's that's all right. I guess given the scenarios they're coming from, a little activity probably be good. You know, that being said, Shelley, help people understand, uh, how has it been trying to organize a conference well, the pandemic is still on. Like you said, you change locations, Kalahari Resort. Uh, if they're concerned about their personal safety 
if uh, they're wondering about, well, how many exhibitors, how tough was it to get speakers, help them with the behind-the-scenes look. Yep. Well, first of all, if you're going to be a presenter at our event, well, that was one of the discussions we had from the get-go. You have to be in person. You know, PDPW is a member-based organization. People are welcome from that are not members, but we, have, we listen to our members. That's what you do when you're truly grassroots. And we have lived in the middle all year. We've had people saying, come on, get on with it. You want the milk truck to come in. Other people have to do their job and get out of their house and, and get going. I mean, that's how food gets put on the shelf. So we, we're listening to those members are right. And then we have the folks, depending on where they live and how populous their area they live in, they're like, do you realize our city is almost shut down? It's, you, you buy groceries virtually. You don't go outside. So we're hearing, hearing from all sides. So with PDPW, we're trying to meet those needs. We've done extra programming this year called the Dairy Signal. It's a virtual program that's three times a week. And with the, the PDPW Business Conference, we had to search for a place that we really, really felt was doing above and beyond as far as sanitation and also had experience in working safely with crowds of different sizes and they're working extremely closely with the health department. We selected to take the conference to the Kalahari Convention and Resorts in Wisconsin Dells. I have worked all day, work days, sat and experienced how they're handling crowds five times. Intentionally went up there twice unannounced, knowing that they had a large event going on and I wanted to see how they were socially distancing. I wanted to learn how they were hand, how they were sanitizing, not just having hand sanitizers around, but how were they and what kind of space did they have. And they surpassed all tests that we had. Um, we know the dimensions of each room. We will be uh, keeping tabs on how many people are in that room. We'll take tables away and have chairs there so folks, your t- uh, chairs are socially distanced, but also you can move those chairs if you whatever. So we really have to think, Pam, that not everybody comes from the same space. Not everybody's from the same locale. Not everybody has the same personal um, needs. They, 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 some people are taking care of their older parents, and they have that. Other folks have been so isolated this last year that what we have been told is it isn't just physical health that we have to keep in mind. There's mental health. And also, you know, that the other peg of spiritual health, we need each other. So with that in mind, our job was just figure it out and deliver. And that's what we're doing for the folks that need to fill up their cup, want to get out, can get out. The PDPW Business Conference, in two days, they will have an opportunity to touch just a huge variety of resources that are very, in the future thinking as well, as very applicable to what it takes to really keep this dairy business healthy, moving forward, and thinking about the things that they're going to have to plan for in the future to stay in business and keep their business growing. Don't forget the dates again, March 17th and 18th. New location, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, Discover. And that's exactly what they're hoping you'll do. The annual business conference for the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin, Shelley Meyer, along with us. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Mm-hmm. 
Being a member owner pays at Compure Financial. As a farm credit cooperative, Compure's member owners share in the profits. And this year, member owners will receive $197 million back in patronage. Learn more at Compure.com backslash patronage. Compure Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. Patronage allocations, redemptions, and payments remains at the discretion of the board of directors based on a combination of factors including the risk in portfolio, earnings, and current capital position. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection, a name you can trust when service is a must. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection is here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your residential and commercial plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning, we've got you covered. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection, a name you can trust when service is a must. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it is time for us to find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Yesterday was absolutely glorious with temperatures that finally broke into the 60s yesterday in the Madison area. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. Anybody else uh, kind of get into that territory temperature-wise? Lacrosse was right there as well, 62 degrees. Oh, nice, nice. Now, rolling forward, we've got rain in the forecast, and I just want to remind everybody, we are still encouraging you to sign up to be an official rainfall reporter for the National Weather Service. Uh, in fact, the National Weather Service has given us five official four-inch rain gauges. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, these are big whoppers that are supposedly more accurate than an automated water uh, automated weather station. All we need is for you to sign up and uh, join us. Now, we've got it up on our website, MidwestFarmReport.com, or go to Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. I just posted the address where you can get that application in. We'd love to have you join us. And then from the list that the National Weather Service sends us, we will send out five of the official rain gauges. Have you seen those two? I've seen those big four-inch. They're like a huge piece of PVC, but yeah. they are accurate. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, simple technology, but just what you might like. And don't worry, if you don't have one of the official rain gauges, what you've got is going to work out just fine. We're just trying to upgrade some folks. And like I said, it does look like we're going to need those rain gauges sometime soon. I would expect we're going to be able to check them tomorrow morning. There may not be a whole lot to measure tomorrow morning because it's just as things get underway. But there is some rain coming on into the area. I mean, a beautiful day yesterday. Very, very mild. 
Low 60s, a lot of upper 50s, not an uncomfortable day at all. There's a warm front just trying to build into southwest Wisconsin this morning. It extends northwestward through southern parts of Minnesota off to North Dakota. And that warm front is going to lift north into Wisconsin today, allowing for another very, very mild day. Warmer than yesterday, I expect, but it also brings some moisture with it. You may notice a little fog this morning. There'll be some of that again tomorrow morning as that mild air edges in. And there is some rain. The radar indicates that's way up on the northern edge of Minnesota and up into southern Canada. Low pressure will move east out of the Dakotas, and that warm front pulls in. A cool front's dragged on through here as we make our way on into Wednesday night. And with all that mild air and that disturbance around, I'd expect rain to develop tonight, last into Wednesday and Wednesday night. Thunderstorms could be something we deal with Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. And I'd expect there's going to be rain from what I see. Now, I expected yesterday maybe up to a quarter inch. I think we'll have to push that a little bit. Let's talk about a tenth of an inch or two, up to a half an inch of possibility. And a thunderstorm in your neighborhood could mean even a little bit more. And that's going to be on ground that is starting to thaw somewhat. But hopefully we don't have a whole lot of water runoff because of this rain. We know it's going to melt what's left of the snow and the ice. I'll have forecast details right after this. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All righty, let's talk about that forecast then, not just for today, but for the next couple of days, Stu. Well, that's the interesting time. A little fog this morning and even a few clouds here and there, but it will become sunny again today and a little more breezy. All of us should be in the low 60s, and I'd say lacrosse, a better chance to be around 65 or so. And south winds increase a bit today, even up toward 10 and 20, gusting to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, we become mostly cloudy. Could be some fog around toward daybreak, and that's when a little rain begins around here. Scattered showers and the like overnight. We drop back down toward the low 50s, and the south winds will be at 5 to 15. Morning fog and a mostly cloudy day. Showers could be some thunderstorms, especially in southern parts of Wisconsin tomorrow. We hold near 60, could be a few upper 50s in the east, and the south winds will be at 10 to 20, gusting to 25. A little rain lasts overnight or into early Thursday. Sunshine breaking through later Thursday. Low 50s on Thursday with the west breeze, and we could actually see a 50 or an upper 40 on Friday, Pam. We should start to turn it around then as we head to early next week. Yeah, it does sound like we've got a major transition coming up next week from what I've seen. Right. Well, 
That's all right. Get ready for the watch in your rain. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thanks, Stu. Appreciate it. So like Stu said, uh, we've got rain in the forecast. We'd love for you to become a part of the National Weather Service's official rainfall reporting network. I think you'd be shocked to know how many counties in Wisconsin have absolutely nobody that's uh, documenting rainfall. Juneau County, Greene County, Lafayette County, uh, those are just a few that pop to my mind, but there's a lot of space out there, folks. Again, like I said, if you sign up with the National Weather Service today, we are monitoring their list, and we will be giving away five official rain gauges to folks within our network listening area. So please, go to Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, and you will see the Coco Raws sign-up slot right there. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Johnson Tractor from Land to Lawn. Registration for Johnson Tractor's Planter Clinic is going on now. This clinic is catered to your situation based on your Case IH or Kimsey planner. Take classes on your own time and have access in the field once planning starts. Complete your class by March 31st and earn a reward on your next parts purchase. Look for the registration link at johnsontractor.com. Johnson Tractor from Land to Lawn. This is Jeff Dunn from Dunn's Import in Middleton. Impulse buying. Be careful. Have common sense. I hear a few times a year how we went to Chicago and bought this car because it was an unbelievable deal and I really love the color. Then the beating begins. We want to inspect your purchase before the money is on the table. So do you. We can help you with your import car decisions before it's too late. Call Dunn's Import in Middleton for a buyer's inspection first. Hey, check the grill. The game's coming on. It's time to turn those Johnson Sausage Brats. And what a deal. You buy five packages at $6 each, and you get a package free. Pick up burgers, roasts, chops, and Wisconsin's finest cheese at Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. They're perfect for cooking out or eating in. Add your favorite beer, wines, or liquor, and eat deliciously. See johnsonsausage.com. Brats are ready. Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. Do you suffer from chronic pain, stress, anxiety, or depression? Is sleep a struggle? Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. CBD has been working for my customers. While you have probably heard about me talking about CBD, I am on a mission to continue to educate on this natural alternative. We carry one of the largest and most reputable selections of CBD products in southern Wisconsin. Our AMM CBD certified wellness consultants are on the cutting edge of CBD knowledge and are trained to find the right brand and potency for your relief. Whether you're suffering from chronic pain, stress, anxiety, depression, or sleep problems, CBD works. With dozens of high-quality CBD products and brands to choose from, we can find you relief at a price point as low as a dollar a day. Visit one of our four Madison-based locations. Enjoy our live chat feature on our website. Check us out online with free shipping at findyourhealthyplace.com and free same-day delivery for our Dane County customers. The Healthy Place. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. 
The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help regarding an attempted homicide that occurred one year ago. On January 29, 2020, a mother and her two young children were brutally attacked by an unknown gunman in the 2700 block of Dahl Street. It is presumed that the gunman followed the victims from their residence located in Kennedy Heights Apartments. While traveling in the 2700 block of Dahl Street, the car in which the gunman was riding cut the victim off, forcing their car to stop. The gunman then exited the car and fired multiple rounds into the car that the victim and her two young children were traveling in. The mother and a child sustained injuries related to the gunfire. Madison Police Department's Violent Crime Unit is reaching out to the public in hopes that someone has more information about this senseless act of gun violence. Please visit MadisonAreaCrimeStoppers.org or Madison Area Crime Stoppers Facebook page for additional photos and video of the suspects. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. No doubt about it. The best seat in the house is the one in your bathroom. The toilet is one of those things you never expect to act up or break down. But when it does, Benjamin Plumbing will have one of their capable service techs check things out. It could be something as simple as a float valve. Or it could be you're due for a brand new, comfy toilet. And not to worry, the majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Temperamental Toilet? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Let me ask you, Zach. I mean, it's the thing that's talked about the most, obviously, is the last 34 seconds of that game that seemed like it took like freaking two hours. My God. I don't even know where to begin with this, Zach. I guess we'll start it with what happened first with 34.3 seconds left. Jordan Bohannon uh, is uh, f- fouled, allegedly, by Demetri Trice. Your takeaway on Trice, who was just running by, did he foul Bohannon? Obviously, Bobrowski thinks so. What was your takeaway on that foul from him, uh, Bohannon, shooting that three? It was absolute trash, and uh, Greg Gard's wallet has to be happy that he had not seen a replay of that call because I imagine he would have been even more upset had he done so. Because uh, he, he said he had not when he was asked about it after the game, he said he had not seen it yet. Mm. He said he would watch it on, on the on the uh, bus ride home. So it was it's a it was a trash call. Very very good job by Bohannon selling it. Um, you know, considering in the last minute of the game, you're going to call a little ticky tack crap like that. I mean, that that's a bunch of BS. I mean, he, he did he have his arm on him? Yes. But did he hold him? Did he push him? Did he do anything? I think he grazed his, his jersey. Did, yeah. Did he do anything that would have affected a shot to the point where he did the splits and, and uh, almost fell over? No. Uh, it was a it was a horrible call, but it was, it's exactly what you would expect uh, from from a senior like George Wilhannon to, to sell it in, in Bobrowski. We've seen it time and time again with him in Wisconsin games. Uh, the, the calls rarely go in Wisconsin's favor, and certainly Wisconsin is not alone in that. I mean, uh, Michigan State and Michigan fans started a petition to get him fired. Uh, Bob Borowski, correct? Yes, after after their game last week. Uh, and I think uh, they had like 200 and some odd signatures when, uh, when the Wisconsin game happened, and I think a few hours after that it had about 700. So um, <laughs> certainly Wisconsin fans probably jumped in on that. It was – it was a horrible call. Wisconsin fell to zero and seven in Big Ten games. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're, 
I'm sorry. Hey, oh, and seven of Bobrowski. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, continue. Big, continue. Big Big Ten games. Big Ten games. The Bobrowski calls, and so uh, and a lot of those games have been against the better teams in the conference. So I think that probably needs to be noted. But uh, they're fourteen and three this year when he when he doesn't ref a game. Wow. When he doesn't ref their game. All right. So Zach Bobrowski, obviously uh, first that call on Bohannon. With 34.3 seconds left, that was uh, egregious. And then the one guard did see, because I heard guard, you know, there's a mic that picked up what Garda was screaming on the court, and it was a lot of obscenities. I can't say it over these airwaves because the FCC will find me, uh, just like the Big Ten's going to find guard. But then, Zach, can you explain this to me? Um, and I don't know if you can or not, because it's, 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 it boggles the mind. It is Brad Davison who is, you know, attacking the rim. He's he's cutting towards the rim, and he gets a, a pass in. And as he leaves his the ground, he jumps in the air to collect the ball. His right hand tries to grab the ball, and his left hand tries to go up to grab the ball as well. But who was holding his left hand? Was it Murray, with the Iowa guy? It was Brad Davison's left arm being held by the Iowa defender, who was clearly beat as Brad Davison was cutting towards the basket. No one was in danger. Uh, there was no safety concerns in this, and it was then a foul called on Iowa, but also a hook and hold and a flagrant one on Brad Davison. How in the world and in what universe is that a hook and hold that was called by Bobarowski? Well, it's, it's in the universe of Brad Davison. <laughs> that's that, that's where it's at because he, he the rule was put in three years ago, and it was not for plays like that. It was for plays in the post. It was for plays that were perhaps dangerous. I think... I went back and looked it up and, and, and read about it more of it because uh, I was interested. Uh, in the 2018 Big Ten, uh, NCAA tournament, Isaac Haas, you remember that big, yep. big uh, yep. guy from Purdue? Yep. Someone hooked, held, and pulled him down to the ground, and uh, he broke his elbow. Like, he uh, fractured his elbow. And that was that was the impetus for the rule, and that's why it was put in the, in the, uh, in the rule book, largely put in the rule book. Um, the the year after that, and Brad's been called for it before, uh, and most of them have been in post plays. That one was not, and I don't think anybody was in danger in that spot. He definitely does clamp down on the arm. I, I think that's he, it's not like he got pulled down uh, on the arm. He definitely did, but I don't, I don't, I guarantee. I mean, that is not the type of play that was it was initiated for. The rule was initiated for it. That it just wasn't. And Brad, I mean, I I don't know how you. How in the motion of going up to catch a pass, you, you know, legitimately in your mind say clamp down and hold on this guy's arm. He's so he in the, the he's like, in the air trying to collect a ball yeah, that's like, passed I to him. I, I just I just don't know how I, I don't know how that goes through anybody's mind like that quickly. And I'm going to do this and hold on to it so that he can't get it. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. World Ag Supply Demand Report is going to be issued this morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. Good thing we've got John Heinberg, Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. He's stepping to the microphone in about 15 minutes or so. I'm Pam Youngke. Now from Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So on this day, back in 1959, Cato Kalin was born in Milwaukee. Do you remember that name? Cato Kalin, he was probably best known for his testimony in the O.J. Simpson trial. He lived on Simpson's estate when O.J.'s wife, Nicole, was murdered and uh, took center stage. Now I think he's trying to do uh, TV and radio out in L.A., but he was born on this day, 1959, in Milwaukee. On this date in 2011, 
Space Shuttle Discovery completed its final mission. The shuttle touched down at Kennedy Space Center in Florida, and that was where she ended after its journey to the International Space Station. That happened 2011. And on this day in 1959, the Barbie doll went on sale. The American toy company Mattel claims that more than a billion Barbie dolls have been sold so far, with about three dolls being sold every second. And boy, I remember when I was a kid, I would have been one of those asking for a doll every couple of seconds. And now you know. Well, we want you to know that there's a special event coming up later this week, hosted in part by Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. It's focused in on working moms. Friday the 12th has been segregated, designated as Working Moms Day. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, along with Working Moms of Milwaukee, want to focus in on the future of women in farming and STEM events that help provide great opportunities for moms and daughters to learn about being leaders in agribusiness. Talked about it yesterday with one of the panelists. Jeannie Bishop is a dairy farmer from Watertown, also a territory manager with Merck Animal Health. I asked her to explain uh, what she expects to present during this discussion with other farm women. Well, Pam, you know how it is in the industry of agriculture and the dairy world particularly. Uh, the network of people you've met through uh, 4-H and FFA and college um, throughout the years and different events you've attended, you meet lots of really great people. And Brenda Murphy at the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin reached out to me a few months ago now and asked if there was any interest in potentially doing this panel with some other really great women from here in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the unique challenges that uh, some people might overlook, Jeannie, when it comes to being a farm mom or a mom in agribusiness that's still trying to keep her professional career intact in light of COVID-19 and the adjustments within a home. I mean, it's crazy. And the resources, or shall we say lack thereof, for a lot of folks in rural communities. Talk to me a little bit about how you've managed to not only identify it, but work within it. Yeah, I'm, I can say I've not been exempt from um, some of the mental health struggles that a lot of, a lot of our peers have experienced, um, particularly as a working parent and a working mom, where we all of a sudden had children homeschooling, home, working at home and schooling at home, and trying to maintain your farm business with employees that may or may not have decided to come to work that day or that week or two weeks because of um, their angst about COVID, especially early in the beginning, Um, working with your children to help them learn and understand what's going on on the basic level so that they're not, they're not scared either, I think was really important. And I, my children are fairly young at seven and four. So there's some pretty keen awareness, which blows my mind on their end of what's going on. So I think trying to balance um, your family's health and wellness along with your own um, was definitely a challenge early on and, and still has its it's more difficult days for, for many of us, including myself. Yeah. And the other thing that, again, I want people to slow down and think about, if you're a, a farm mom and you've got responsibilities outside, if you've got four-legged critters, for example, that are depending on you, uh, that that protocol doesn't go away just because 
COVID is a part of your world. So there, there, it's a kind of a tricky balance. You cannot virtually yeah. milk cows. You cannot virtually feed calves. And that brings about another unique element of challenge. Yeah, that's right. It's the, there, there was the balance of how do I schedule my day to do the best I could with the situation we were in. And we, a lot of us still um, have, I'm pretty fortunate. My children didn't have a lot of time where I didn't have off the farm care for them. Um, and I've been very fortunate where my, my kids have been in person in school this, this school year, but the, the calves always need to be fed. The ca- the cows are there to be milked. And I, I always remind our, our team at the farm and other farms I'm at, it's, you know, even on Christmas when Jesus was born, we still have to milk cows and feed calves. Um, so it's important. It's it's just part of part of the industry we're in. It's it's twenty four seven. Jeannie Bishop, she's a dairy farmer from Watertown, also a territory manager with Merck Animal Health and a presenter for this Friday's Working Moms Day, focused in on some of the misconceptions about dairy and the male dominated industry of agriculture. Plenty of women like Jeannie, that are making their imprint on the industry. She'll be joined on the panel by Dr. Laura Hernandez from UW-Madison, as well as Melissa Gaglione, president of Safety 4-H'er Incorporated, and several others. You can tune in. It's all absolutely free. Again, starting at noon this Friday, March 12th, you can go to their Facebook page, Women in Farming and STEM, And RSVP, the Zoom link is right there. And like I said, just another way to celebrate the hardworking women we've got in production agriculture and agribusiness today. Picture this for a moment. How much rain you get over your way? I just checked the gauge out in the barn. It says I got about half an inch. You probably got the same, huh? Gee, I wish we only got half an inch. We got over two inches here, and it's still pouring. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. You got that much. You're only one county over. It's not even raining here anymore. You know how it goes. There's no rhyme or reason when it rains. Well, anyway, I got to run out and do chores, so I'll catch you later. Can't quit talking about the weather? Well, tell someone other than your neighbors how much rain you got and join the more than 500 Wisconsin residents who invest only two minutes each day as volunteer rainfall reporters for the National Weather Service. Visit cocorahs.org to find out more. That's cocorahs.org to learn how you can help Wisconsin get a more accurate forecast. Hey, and don't forget, we really do want you to sign up to become an official rainfall reporter for the National Weather Service. In fact, we are going to give you a chance to win an official rain gauge. All you need to do is go to our Facebook page, Fabulous Farm Babe, and get signed up to be a National Weather Service rainfall reporter. From that list that the National Weather Service receives, we will select five winners for an official rain gauge from the National Weather Service. But you've got to sign up. Go to Fabulous Farm Babe and look for our uh, rainfall report post. It's got the link for the application right there. We appreciate your participation, especially in light of the forecast that we've got, which does call for rain. Well, the uh, day calls for a report from the World Ag Supply Demand uh, Area. 
John Heinberg's coming up to talk about that in just a moment. December corn overnight in front of that report is down about two at four seventy nine. November soybeans are down about two at twelve fifty two. The wheat market that's actually up just a little bit by six cents at six forty six a bushel. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel and block cheese were both unchanged. Double A butter that gained a quarter of a cent to one sixty nine and a quarter. Meanwhile, as far as fluid milk's concerned, March closed a nickel stronger at sixteen thirty five a hundred weight. April milk was down a penny at seventeen seventy four. And the May milk that's currently trading up three cents at eighteen thirty. Wondering where you can hear how milk contracts are doing at this time of day? Wonder no more. The Midwest Farm Report will be back with a market update in just moments. Delectable understands how hard it is to have the kids at home, to work from home, plus cook and do dishes. Check out the delicious options for your whole family, available Tuesday through Saturday for curbside pickup. Visit Delectable.com to choose from this week's selection of chef-inspired entrees everyone in the family will simply love. Be sure and check out their virtual culinary dinner theater options for a truly special date night. What's for dinner? Delectable.com. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Did you suffer a loss from the recent wind or hailstorm only to be let down by your current insurance company? When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009, Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our best is the very least we can do. You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Lots of news that could be created today. We'll have to wait and see. World Ag Supply Demand Report, just one of those that's coming out 11 a.m. Central Time. Let's talk about it. John Heinberg, Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joins us. So let's uh, let's get started uh, with, you know, a little bit on the World Ag Supply Demand Report. Let's also talk a little bit about what you're seeing in the past couple of days based on reports, John. Uh, last week, the jobs numbers. Actually, you know, we don't think about it necessarily connecting a lot to agriculture, but in reality, it has had a pretty uh, strong impact on our numbers, hasn't it? 
Yeah, and right now we're kind of looking looking for trends in terms of some of these uh, commodity prices and where things are going. And and we saw a very interesting one show up on the jobs report on Friday. It came in above expectations on job creations, but sometimes you got to go look within the numbers overall. And the biggest jump uh, in terms of that job creation was in the hospitality sector, which is basically bars, restaurants, and you know service sector jobs, which was 80% of the new jobs created. So that's a little bit of an indicator to me, as well as you know maybe the marketplace in general that you know things are coming back uh, in terms of post-COVID here with the vaccinations moving out. Uh, we're you know seeing a little bit more activity, more hiring in that area. I think that helps out in terms of like the dairy market as well as the livestock market, those food markets that have been pressured by that lack of food service demand. So did we see dairy markets? Have they been responding? I never know if it's something about a report or if it's something about policy that's been approved in D.C. It's tough to keep track. Yeah, it has been, especially in the market that's been so hypersensitive to what's going on in the headlines. And we've seen a nice little upturn in the in the dairy markets here in the mar- since basically March has started. Some of that's probably the optimism regarding the the aid package that's getting put together right now. Washington D.C. There is about three point six billion that's tied strictly into for p- food purchases, distribution, things of that nature. So that brings some optimism to the market. At the same time, we're starting to see the food service orders as well as some of the export demand start to pick up. Actually, last week, the global dairy trade had a big jump uh, in terms of its index prices. And that's really kind of what turned the corner here uh, a couple days ago, or about a week or so ago. Uh, and got, has the dairy market at least starting to trend a little higher? We're seeing some decent numbers out there. You know, that's kind of what we've been talking about. Again, things look scary. That's why you use uh, strategies that could keep a floor into the market, but you want that flexibility in case things do improve and the market does want to trend higher. So at least we've seen a little bit of an uptick. We'll see if how much strength we have in here. But again, like I just said a few minutes, seconds ago, you know, keep those flooring strategies in to make sure you protect value and keep that opportunity for the upside in front of you going forward. Well, speaking of floor, cattle market, uh, we've been hoping there's been a floor someplace. Cattle market got a little bit of a blip. Was that connected to the jobs report too? I think that's some of what's come out of the this as well as you know we saw some pretty good value in the cattle market especially with the carcasses and the value of the beef where it was that when we had that sell-off here we kind of at least turned the corner a little bit last week and saw a little more follow-through yesterday so obviously not out of the woods here yet we're still dealing with some heavyweight cattle that's going to keep the cash market pretty steady i would assume again this week uh but at least the longer term positions those deferred contracts are starting to show a little bit more bid maybe again that optimism that the economy is getting you know better overall and and by summer hopefully things get moving at a very good clip to improve that domestic demand which has been good uh on top of what we see as a strong export market anyway oh so today world egg supply demand report what uh, top items are you going to kind of be keeping an eye on john you said there will be some new information included in this one yeah, there is. And actually, if you've been watching the soybean product market, the bean oil market has been explosive. It's it's kind of broke out to new highs. It's strong again yesterday, strong again this morning. We're watching a lot of competition in the edible oil markets here. Again, that's just some of the global demand trying to secure those types of supplies. But the USDA is going to add a, a biodiesel component today, kind of like they do in the ethanol side in terms of oil used for biodiesel. You know, we're seeing a trend, obviously, with the talk of going to a, a 
you know, greener movement in terms of fuels and, and biodiesel is going to be a big component of that. So here we are. we got a bean market that's extremely tight on supplies. And now we're starting to see some push to use, uh, you know, soybean oil. And that's going to give that market its lift overall. And actually, this last little part of this kind of rally we've had here the last few days has probably been more tied to the bean oil market than anything else. And that's uh, that's something our dairy farmers have got to keep an eye on. I mean, like you said, uh, getting a floor in, <laughs> how do we protect ourselves if we're still trying to figure out feed, John? Yeah, and that's going to be the interesting thing going forward. And I've talked to a few feed producer users in that regard and just basically saying, you know, you almost got to physically lock in the supplies here because supplies are going to be tight. And I know there's talk already that crushers may not have supplies to, for you in the in the summer and the fall months. So make sure you kind of maybe get the physical taken care of and then come back and use the market to kind of use uh, some gains in you know terms of put strategies or call strategies to keep yourself open if the market were to work in your favor. Uh, because realistically, if you go in and just kind of lock things in using the board, yeah, the market might move for you. But, you know, you can't feed the cattle dollars. You need to feed the cattle feed. So give me a sense of what should we be doing in front of the World Ag Supply Demand Report today. Uh, is, is this going to be one of those reports that can turn the market really fast? I mean, help us gear up uh, for a game plan to both capitalize and protect ahead of the report. Sure. You know, they, right now the market's hypersensitive typically, you know, because of the situation that we're in with supplies. Typically, March is not a big mover, but right now any movement's going to make this market jump one way or another. You know, basically, you know, corn, we're expecting and beans to see carryouts tighten up slightly. But the, this is also a seasonal window where prices have a tendency to work lower. So guys I've been talking with here that do have some grain in the bin, they want to hold it for the you know, potential stronger cash market down the road. We've been just putting some floors underneath very cheaply to get us through may get us through that south american harvest you know make sure we just got a little protection just in case something that you know extreme happens i still don't think the highs are in for the year here we usually don't put that in in february and march so that keeps our upside available but i want to make sure we got something out there in case we got the black swan event and obviously if you do move grain make sure we're just trying to find that flexibility to do keep your upside available you know we got good prices here and, and the guys got to take advantage of that and you know put some money in the account but at the same time you know keep flexibility in front of you for the longer term because this is not going to end here in the next month or two this is going to be a probably a multi-year type situation in terms of these tighter supplies after this world ag supply demand report what's going to be the next driver as far as news in your opinion well, we've still got the South American weather and watching what's going on in the South American harvest. Still got dryness issues in Brazil, in Argentina, and Brazil's dealing with some wetness issues. Probably seen some chatter on the news lines about that recently. We'll have to see if that really does have any major impact. And then, obviously, it's going to be all about acres, and it's going to be about this planting pace and getting started here in the spring. This warm weather is going to get everybody thinking about that and getting ready to roll. Uh, so that'll be a big factor going forward. It's going to be about how we get the next crop started here in the United States. How can people catch up with you, John, if they want to talk before today's report? Well, again, give me a call at 800-334-9779 or shoot me a quick email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. Love to reach out and chat with anybody if they got any questions. Beautiful. All right, my friend, we'll catch up with you next week, see what the report uh, told us. And uh, in the meantime, enjoy this moderate weather. Same to you, and thanks for your time, and have a great week. All right, John Heinberg along with us live this morning, keeping you up to date on what to expect with today's World Ag Supply Demand Report. Like he said, totalfarmmarketing.com, their website. Uh, these are the kinds of critical times where if you need to make a move, make it with an informed provider like John. 
This is the Midwest.